Welcome to the Pemberley Podcast, a podcast where we discuss Jane Austen adaptations, now covering Incense and Sensibility by Sonali Dev. I'm Yolanda Rodriguez. And I'm Jillian Davis. We're proud partners of the Frolic Podcast Network, a community made up of your favorite voices in all of Romancelandia and beyond. Keep up with us on Twitter and Instagram at the Pemberley, and you can email us at thepemberleypodcast at gmail.com. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Pemberley Podcast, where this week we're taking a little break from Ancestors and Sensibility to dive into some Jane Austen breaking news. There's been so many adaptations in the works or new shows, new movies. And as we talked about in our episode with Bianca Hernandez Knight, there's definitely just this Jane Austen renaissance happening that's really been uh, the Bridgerton effect on the industry. So everyone wants to do something Regency related, which is great for us. Yep. (laughs) It is a perfect time to have a podcast all about adaptations of (laughs) a Regency author. I know. I feel like, wait, should we be capitalizing more on Yeah, I'm like, wait a minute. Were we here first? (laughs) (laughs) Didn't we claim this in 2016 when we talked about a show that had been over for three years? Yeah. So now people are coming. No one's coming to us yet. Now who's laughing? (laughs) Us. Well, no, we're actually like excited. I actually really appreciate this because we were just talking about this. I mean, Bianca, I think, had a really good point by saying that right now it's Regency, but period in general, I think, is going to go up now that people have seen the success of Bridgerton, which is not... It's a period show, but it's not one where you need like big war scenes or you need to see like a ship sailing off or right. anything. It's just interpersonal drama in costume. Yeah. That's our favorite. And I'm glad that that's happening for us and everyone else. So we can dive into one of the new shows that has been announced, which is... Pride and Prejudice, an experiment in romance. It is a reality TV dating show. I think The Bachelorette is all going to be like Austin-esque or Regency activities. So uh, there's going to be the heroine who has suitors who are trying to vie for her heart. And they will be going on carriage rides and tea parties and all those sort of things that we love about this time in this era. So it's going to be on Peacock, which is the NBC uh, streaming app. I think that's really all we know about it right now. Uh, they are actively casting for it. So if you would like to apply, yeah. it sounds like you just need a passport and they will fly you out to England. So <laughs> I, you and I have had uh, conversations about our passports. Yes. <laughs> I know you got yours. Yeah. But I just got oh, mine. <laughs> it came last week. I'm so excited. So it's basically Regency Bachelorette. Yeah. What do you think that's going to look like? There's been a lot of comparisons to two different media. One is Austin Land, which is both a book and also a movie starring uh, Carrie Russell, which is this woman who goes into this world where everything's set up sort of Regency. They can't use cell phones and they're set up sort of in a way with actors who are going to pretend to be their love interests. So she gets immersed into this world, which like honestly is a lot of The Bachelor and Bachelorette. Like they are cut off from real life. (laughs) Well, I was just thinking that because I mean, for like The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, I mean, you've got one, let's say Bachelorette, and then you've got all these interesting men who are all very different from each other. And the point is you get a series of roses every week and there are obviously fewer roses than there are men. So you have to have 
one-on-one -on -one dates or you also have exciting dates where you take a helicopter ride to an improv class and you have to do the input you are the show and you yeah. know like you do a lot of things you go to a lot of beautiful countries but it sounds like we're just going to be in like a castle in the countryside so I'm almost like imagining men in like breeches being like hi can I steal you for a minute yeah <laughs> Pretty much. There's also like, I wonder how much they're going to dive into like the rules and the society. So yeah. like, can like a man and steal her away and be alone with her in the gardens or whatever? Or do they need a chaperone? Exactly. Like, I'm curious about that too, because obviously in The Bachelorette, they just want them to touch each other as soon as possible. Right. Yeah. But it's kind of the opposite of this. So I'm like, are they just going to change the costumes and they're going to change like helicopter rides into like a horse and buggy? Yeah. Or are they also going to be like, and you can't actually be alone together and you can't actually see him after this time. And you know, like all of this stuff. Yeah. So there were comparisons to another show that's pretty similar, but this show was done back in 2004. Uh, it's called Regency House Party. It was also, it's called a historical reality television program. Which was narrated by Richard E. Grant. Wow. Enough. Um, so this was a group of five men, five women, who were accompanied by four older female chaperones, and they were all given their identities in the Regency era. So much like Austin Land, where they're yeah. assigned a sort of name and identity. It says participants received instruction in the upper class courtship rituals of the time and were charged with seeking out a suitable marriages within the group. So they were either sort of of upper class or middle class and had to sort of navigate even the social aspect of this. So I think that's going to be another interesting part of this because typically with The Bachelor, it does end in a marriage proposal. That's mm -hmm. the end goal. Mm -hmm. But is the end goal of this show also going to be marriage or is it just more of a casual like dating show? Not, I mean, It's weird, right? You can't have casual dating well, in Regency. I was just about to say, The Bachelor <laughs> doesn't deserve for, for what it is and for how long you know people. It yeah. doesn't deserve for the ending to be a marriage proposal. Whereas right. I feel like something like this that's not crazy at all. Yeah. It's quite expected. I don't think it can result in a marriage proposal because like they are going to be in such a specific setting where they're not really getting to know each other. And, well, like, it's reality TV, so no one's getting to know anyone. <laughs> well, it's, it's interesting because I was, I was sort of just thinking about that. I mean, how many articles did we see during the pandemic, the really like quarantine portion of the pandemic where people were talking about how dating was now a lot like Regency romances where yeah. like you couldn't touch each other. You go for walks, you promenade, you know, you don't just like go to coffee or get drinks together or something like yeah. that. So I'm wondering if this is going to be one of those situations where like you actually are forced to learn more about each other. Because yeah. I, I kind of hope, I mean, it to me, it's not really a dating show if you're given a whole new identity and you have to pretend to be someone. Right. That's like immersive theater. Would it just be like the rules and like some costume is the only thing that's different, but you really get to know each other because you're forced to talk or... Like, as I'm sure you were probably thinking, are you not really going to learn anything about them? Because in the real right. world, the real world is not Regency. Like, you have a job and cell phones yeah. and friends that you're cut off from, which is, I mean, TBH the same as The Bachelor, where I'm like, you're not in your real life. Of course you're in love with him. Yeah, because, like, would it be weird to hear them talking about modern things, but still dressed in 
Regency attire. Yeah. Like, I'm sure they're going to be mindful of casting with, like, where they are in the world, too, because it's not like, oh, you live in the States and you are in England. How are we going to make this relationship work? So, well, here's so I'm on the deadline article, but it says the series will follow a heroine looking for her dupe. Are they going to cast hot single dukes for yeah, this? Think, yeah, I think so. <laughs> I would. Love to see that. See that to me, that is what makes it oh, you a think- lot more, like real dukes. Oh, real ones? Because there are real live dukedoms who are. Yeah. I, I don't know if you ever. Gosh, what was it? I think it was like Wii TV. There was like yeah. or TLC that used to have like great reality shows where it's like I'm thinking of a show called like American Princess. Did you ever hear about that? I don't think so. I'm thinking there was another show about secret princes. Skating. I there was one where like I want to marry Harry, which was yeah. the dumbest concept that's ever been happening <laughs> yeah. in the world. Yeah. Where basically a guy who kind of looks like Prince Harry tricks a bunch of women into yeah. thinking it's him. Yeah. It's kind of a sad premise. I enjoyed it as a kid, but it was basically they they took some like women who did not grow up around manners or, Mm. you know, stuff like that. Party girls, kind of. And they basically gave them kind of like the princess diaries, like princess lessons. Okay. And so at the end, the sort of like winner got to like dance with a secret duke or prince or whatever. So that's sort of what I was thinking of. Secret princess was like men with like an actual title. I do remember that. Like from all over the world. Yeah. And so they would actually go like on this dating show but the women wouldn't know that they have a title yeah because like their whole thing was like oh women only are interested in me because of my title and because of my estate so they wanted to be free of that i actually found the new yorker article that was titled how dating during a pandemic is like being in a jane austen novel some of the points were it's a long drawn out affair composed of public meetings yes the main characters lead quiet domestic lives you regularly inquire about the health of each other's family members Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. includes many brisk walks so those are just some of the many uh things listed here that there were similarities between regency times and pandemic times so yes no i love that and and that's where i'm just sort of like they have my money i'm gonna watch this show yeah (laughs) i'm just wondering how much of it is gonna be like feel real and it's it's very much about like the customs and getting to know each other and how much of it is just going to be trying to make people look weird and uncomfortable in costumes? Yeah, because I wonder, like, you have to have people who are invested in both this world and wanting to date. So that's going to be tough, actually, to cast this show. I feel like a lot of reality TV show these days are just, like, hot people looking to promote themselves. Yeah. And this does not feel like the show to do it. So you can actually go to, and I don't know how long this will be open for, but you can go to theholidaycasting.castingcrane.com for the actual form to apply. They say, is modern dating life failing you? Do you long for a night of romance, chariot rides, and balls? Do you want to find love in a beautiful international location? If selected, we will transport our heroine and suitors to an international location, just say England, yeah, uh, <laughs> where they will get to experience what dreams are made of and be fully immersed in a time-traveling quest for love. If you are single and at least 21 years old, apply now. Some dreams do come true. So. I mean, who would say no to something like that? I know. That's why I'm like, all right. What's the catch? I know. Because that was the dreamiest situation I've ever read in my life. 
I mean, that's really the character in Austin Land, where she's like, this is the dream. This is everything that I've been hoping for. But then when she gets there, she's like, I guess the dream didn't really match up to what I thought it would be. I know. I know. Oh, okay. So are you available to live internationally for up to consecutive seven weeks, tentatively scheduled for August 23rd to October 8th? So that's the approximate filming time. So Wow. Okay. You might still have time to apply There's and time. make it. <laughs> There's time. I'm wow, I would love I feel like they should we should consult. Um and we could be like, yes, he would be good for this, she would be good for that, you know? Yeah. It says you must be at least twenty one by July twenty third. So they're looking to cast and cast soon. So if you uh, can Live somewhere internationally in an undisclosed location. For months. Uh, seven for weeks. seven weeks. Uh, you know, why not? Try it out. We encourage it and then come on the show and tell us about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we could be seeing this by Christmas or early next year. Yeah. So like, stay tuned. I think really anywhere from like late fall to early 2022, we could be seeing this on Peacock. Yeah. Also, we're on the Jasna Southwest Young Filmmakers Contest Committee, which we recently announced our very exciting judges, including director Gorinda Chada, who's known for Bend It Like Beckham and Bread and Prejudice, director Amy Heckerling, who's known for Clueless, author Sonali Dev, whose book we're covering right now. We have author and screenwriter Suzanne Elaine of Mr. Malcolm's List. Uh, Laura Rister, who's a prolific film and TV producer, who is also known for Mr. Malcolm's List and The Tale. And we have the Boston Globe film critic Ty Burr. So we have an amazing lineup of judges. You just have to make a five minute short film, five minute or less short film, that is based on, inspired by Jane Austen or her work. So we definitely encourage all of you to make something. Yeah, we would love to see it. And make sure to enter by October 1st. Uh, That's the deadline. And you can go to jazdasw.org for more details on how to enter. Next week, we'll be back to Incense and Sensibility. So stay tuned for more episodes. 